This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 43 of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean Ray and sitting across the virtual table from me is John Iron. Say hi, John. Hi, John. (laughs) Uh, We're going back to kind of, this will be kind of a back to basics episode because it's just just the two of us this week and uh, we're going to have a pretty simple topic. We were thinking about doing our... Uh, family-friendly movies and TV shows tonight, but we really want Rick to be on on that episode since he, he's he's got a young daughter and a teenage daughter, and uh, but he couldn't be here tonight. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at some of the movies and TV shows that are slated to come out in 2017, and we're going to talk about some of the ones that we're really excited about, some of the ones that we'll see, even though we're not that excited about them. <laughs> And, and some of the ones that we have no interest in watching whatsoever. So, um, But before we get into that, I uh, want to kind of just take a minute and talk about some of the stuff that we have seen recently um, that might be something that just doesn't normally come up on the show because it doesn't belong in some of our topics or whatever. Uh, so we'll just we'll do that. Before, before we do that, let's do uh, our new segment, Three Random Facts. <laughs> And uh, I need to do, like, I need to go on Fiverr or something and um, get somebody to do, like, a drop for me that just says, like, three random facts or something like that, you know. So uh, if you're this is the first time you listen to the show, I just go to the Mental Floss Amazing Fact gener- Generator and I read off three facts that have absolutely nothing to do with anything. So you ready for a random fact? I would love a random fact. All right. The first one is the only mammals that don't have an umbilical cord, an umbilical scar, or a belly button are the platypus and the echidna? E-C-H-I-D-N-A. Was that? Echidna. You got it. Okay. Unlike the rest of us mammalians, these two species lay eggs. I actually knew that about the platypus, but not... I actually knew that as well. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm almost disappointed <laughs> <laughs> well maybe I'll do four <laughs> uh, number two the General Sherman Tree in Sequoia National Park east 
of Visalia, California is the largest tree in the world by volume. Okay. Did is I- that because it's a, it's a petrified tree, so it's rock or something, so it's heavier or more dense than re- than a regular just wooden tree? I don't know. Because I mean, some of those trees are petrified, so it's almost like they're rock. But Okay, third one. We all know that actor George Clooney catapulted to fame as Doug Ross in the Smash series ER, which began in 1994. However, ten years earlier, Clooney starred as Ace Colmer in the ill-fated series ER. <laughs> there was another show called ER, and he was on that too. <laughs> That's some good trivia. Yeah, I did not know that. I knew that Clooney... Uh, he was one of those actors that kind of showed up on things before he was somebody. And uh, he, he played Booker on Roseanne. He was Roseanne's boss for a couple of seasons. And um, there was also an episode of The Golden Girls where um, like 10 different Elvis impersonators come into the living room and do a little song and dance. And George Clooney was one of them. Quentin Tarantino was one of them, too. I do know that. <laughs> I'll do a fourth one since we already knew the first one. But as of 2010, Joseph Stalin's daughter Svetlana was living in a one-bedroom apartment in Richland Center, Wisconsin. Wow. 2010. Just put on blast like that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's still there. I don't know. <laughs> the. The General Sherman tree is a living tree. There are others that are larger or that are that are taller or wider, but none has the combined weight and width of this particular tree. Okay. Internet. All right. Yeah, it did say largest tree by volume, so yeah. Okay, so what is something that you have watched recently that was not Rogue One? <laughs> uh, Movie-wise? <laughs> Either movie or TV, I guess. Um, the last movie, well, not surprisingly, uh, you know, the last couple of films that I saw uh, were um, kids' movies. Okay. Both pretty good. Um, the last movie I saw was Moana, finally. Um, and I, I enjoyed it very much. I, I, after I saw it, um, I went online and I was like, okay, so I finally saw Moana. And I may have to rethink my. Uh, this is before the Oscar nominations were actually announced. That happened earlier today. Yeah. And I, I, I figured Zootopia would be nominated, and Kubo and the Two Strings would be nominated. And having just seen Moana, I had to rethink whether or not I still wanted Kubo and the Two Strings to win. Um, <laughs> And as much as I love Moana, I think I'm still rooting for Kubo, just for sheer originality of uh, animated filmmaking. Um, and I did love Moana. I'm, I'm, in fact, I've had a Shiny stuck in my head all day. <laughs> I haven't seen either one of them yet. My, um, the, the Disney, the Pixar Disney movies, um, we used to go see them all the time. Every time one came out, we'd go to the theater and see it when my kids were smaller. Now they're teenagers and they're not as interested in it, but my wife and I usually make an effort to still go and see the the Disney Pixar ones because we just think that they're really good movies, regardless of being animated or whatever. But that one we just haven't gotten around to yet. It's, it's on our list, Moana. 
right? yeah, um, it's it's well i can't say it's unusual but yeah I'm, I'm i'm like the same way like i basically animated films and marvel movies i try to make an effort to get out to see them yeah uh, but some of them are just it just doesn't happen uh, but, yeah it's probably it's probably going to end up waiting for a dvd or, or blu-ray for me but i but it is one that i'm going to see um I still don't understand why some of these um, animated films can't make it into being nominated for Best Picture. They can only be Best Animated Picture because some of these are just, you know, they're just really good movies regardless of being animated or not. Yeah, it's not fair. But, I mean, it's, it's basically, uh, I, I, I'm of the opinion that um, they just don't want, the, <laughs> don't want the animated competition. Yeah. No, they, they want to... You know they they want to recognize it, but they don't want it. And the, so basically, they sit it at the kitty table. Yeah, like Meryl Streep doesn't want to compete with a cartoon to, for her Oscar, <laughs> you know, things right. like that. But um, I watched one uh, recently. I've I've, I've seen several movies uh, in the past couple of weeks that are classified as Oscar bait, I, I guess, because they come out late in the year in a limited release, just so they can get. Uh, the buzz yeah yeah they can they can be nominated for an oscar because it, it had to be nominated for this year's oscars it had to have come out in 2016 so they get a re- limited release in, in december and then they come out in a wide release in january so uh, i saw hidden figures mm-hmm. which um it's got is it tahar tahari henson or tahar tahari henson anyway Tabari. you know who i'm talking yeah henson. Yeah, and uh, Octavia Spencer, uh, Janelle Monet, Kevin Costner, Kirsten Dunst, and Jim Parsons, and it's it's about which I, I know you know what it's about, but it's about the the group of African American women that worked for NASA in the sixties, and they were like these genius mathematicians, and they 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 called them computers, <laughs> you know, and they their job was to check and double check the math that the scientists. Um, developing the shuttles and the rockets that they were checking their math and it focuses on one particular woman named uh Catherine Goble and she was a real person uh who was chosen to work on the project that sent uh John Glenn into space so have you seen it I haven't seen it I've, I've okay there's I've seen basically none of the <laughs> none of like the real people movies <laughs> if, if, if you don't have superpowers or a talking sidekick animal, I probably haven't seen that movie there. Well, th- it, it was a good movie. I did I did some research after I saw the movie because I had never heard the story before. Um, I found out some of the events that take place in the movie didn't really play out the way that they did on the screen, but that's you know average for any film that's based on a on actual events because the the three women that the movie focuses on they were real people. Now, the characters that Kevin Costner and Kirsten Dunst and Jim Parsons played, they were all kind of these composite characters. So there was several people that they put into one character just to move the story along a little little better, you know. So, which, you know, like I said, that's standard practice in, in, in movie making. So, but I think they got, they got the overall message and the overall tone that they were looking for, right? Octavia Spencer, now she won an Oscar for The Help. Right. And um she she's nominated for an Academy Award in for this movie, 
which I thought was good since she, I thought she had thrown away her chance because she was in Bad Santa too <laughs> last month. And, uh, you know, she was in the original as a prostitute and she's playing the same prostitute in the, in the, uh, in the sequel. But it, it was pretty funny seeing her after winning an Oscar being willing to slum it and come back and do, <laughs> and do that role again. But, um, uh, have you seen anything else? Uh, let's see. I saw again another kids movie. I saw Sing. Okay. With the um, animated uh, singing competition, American Idol type film. It was it was cute. It was it was good. That's not Disney, uh, is it? That's isn't it, it, is that DreamWorks or? Uh, I think it's DreamWorks. Okay. Uh, no, not Disney. Or Illumination. It might be Illumination. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Which yeah. is uh, Universal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Rogue One, I think, was like the last movie I saw in the theater before that. So yeah, like I haven't seen Hidden Figures. I haven't seen Moonlight. I haven't seen um, La La Land. Yeah, that's the one that's getting all the buzz. That's what I hear everybody talking about La La Land, and yeah. my wife really wants to see it because she's into those. Uh, sappy romance <laughs> romance movies and uh so we'll probably eventually be seeing that but uh i did see uh collateral beauty with um yeah it's got it's got will smith helen mirren kira knightley kate winslet edward norton and michael pena i think i said his name right i think his last name is pena uh-huh. um it was i was it very big by the trailer yeah well that's the thing the trailer makes it look a lot better than it actually is. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a good movie, but I don't know what it is that didn't sell me. I, I think it's... One thing is it, it was obviously a vehicle for Will Smith to get a nomination, which he didn't get a nomination for it, which was disappointing. Kind of makes me sad because I know he's really working hard to try and get that Oscar. He came out with... Uh, he came out with... Was it Concussion last year? trying to get the nomination didn't get it last year either and um but the thing is that smith's character it makes it look the the trailer almost makes it look like a christmas carol oh i'm not i'm not going to spoil anything i'm just i'm not going to tell you the the story i'm just saying that his his character isn't as big as the trailer makes it look Uh, the character the characters that um kate winslet and and edward norton and michael pena their characters are actually about as important as his are, you right. know, and it kind of plays that down a little bit, makes it look more like this was going to be his Will movie. Smith chewing the chewing the scenery kind of thing. But but it is a good movie. I'm not trying to say it's not a good movie. It's just it's not the movie that was advertised really. But um, I saw. I, do you ever watch the um, what's his name the the British guy that does the talk show? Is it Grant Norton? Graham Norton. Graham Norton yeah. Graham Norton. Yeah. I haven't you, seen it in a while, but I I do enjoy it because we don't we don't have a BBC America anymore. Is like the reason. Yeah, I, I I think he's hilarious. I watched it a couple weeks ago, and it had they had Will Smith and Helen Mirren, and a couple other people were in there from different different things. But um, <laughs> he was asking Helen Mirren about uh, her Christmas decorations or something. And she started she started talking about how she likes to decorate and she likes to do this with the tree and all this. And Will Smith was sitting there and he's like, I don't know, Helen, you're kind of making uh, uh, decorating for Christmas sound kind of sexy. 
so, so she keep, she keeps she keeps talking about Christmas decorations, and Will Smith is like, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. But um, okay, um, did you watch the Sense Eight Christmas special? I did. That so, that that was I was disappointed. I can hear the meh in your voice. <laughs> yeah, because I. Um, you remember like, you know, last year when we first talked about Sense8, you know, I was like I was like, You guys gotta see it, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, and I stand by that. Season one is great and I am looking forward very much to new episodes of season two. Um The Christmas special, it's uh I think it's like a two hour movie, mm-hmm. basically. And it really shouldn't have been. Like it, there was too many. There were too many musical montages. Yeah, I think that there I, was enough musical montages to 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 fill it out to two hours. It could have been probably an hour and fifteen minutes without them. <laughs> right. It could, have, it could have been as far as like things that actually advanced the various plots. Mm-hmm. They could have they could have put it all in one episode. I think maybe an hour fifteen, like you said, an hour and a half, hour and a half. But you know, I feel like. I think part of the reason they did it this way was, okay, well, maybe you haven't seen season one and this is your introduction to it. And so there was a lot of, you know, they, they, there was not like, not like they ever pulled punches in season one, but no, it was, there was a lot of gratuitous sex. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was a lot of, you know, kind of, like you said, there's a lot of montage scenes. We, we get it. You're all linked. We get, we get right. It. Like okay, the part the party scene lasted. It was like ten fifteen minutes, followed by like a ten minute sex. Scene. I'm like, plot, come on, plot. And then there's like a small fight that lasts like ten. I'm like, come on, yeah, fight. I was I was disappointed. Um, I don't I don't really know why they called it a Christmas special because it didn't have anything to do with Christmas. No, <laughs> there was one scene at the end I think that had like some Christmas stuff going on, but for the they most could, part, should, I mean, I guess like I said, it was it was Christmas time, and I think it was more marketing. I think the whole thing was more of a marketing thing than an actual, you know, for the sake of uh, the story. So I'm still I'm still a fan. I'm not you know, but I was. It was um, a step down from what I, from what I've come to expect from the series, and I am hoping that um, whenever season two starts up again, I think probably like February or March, I think. I yeah, March or April, I think is what I heard. When when be- season two starts again, I am I am hoping that they'll be, you know, like back on track. That that was that was like <laughs> that was like the Life Day special. <laughs> uh, now yeah. back on with the regular series. I was excited to hear to see that it showed up on my Netflix queue because there was a there was a time there that there was a question as to whether season two was actually going to happen or not. There was some some things going on behind the scenes, and you know they replaced the one guy, yeah, uh, the guy from Africa. They replaced him. I like I did like how they handled that on the show. Just, you look different. He's like, yeah, I cut my hair, <laughs> <laughs> something like that, yeah. you know. But um. You know, most shows don't really do a Christmas episode that's separate from the season other than, like, Doctor Who or something. So I was surprised that this popped up and said... It said on my Netflix queue, it just said new episodes. And I said, oh, season two's out. 
and now look, and it's just one one episode. I'm like, well, you know, it's one episode. You know so. what? Now that I think about it. Um, Black Mirror did that too. But Black Mirror has a they have a they have a new season. Well, no, no, no. I, yeah, but before the new season came out, yeah, um, it was they did one. I think it was basically like an extra long episode, and they called it like season two. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I didn't. I'm trying to, see but there, there, was, there was like a holiday special, and I wonder if that's you know if Netflix is going to, you know, employ that technique a lot together. Because yeah. I guess they yeah. can You know, when you when you dump a whole batch of, of shows at once, yeah. You know, um, it's it's easy to kind of and then and then people binge them as we do. Um, you know, it is it can be like almost a whole year. You know, you don't you don't get half a year of, of shows, and then you know half a year off, and then it comes back in September. You just binge them all, you know, over a weekend, and then you're just in the drought. So maybe uh, having a Christmas special is kind of a compromise to that. Yeah, and I kind of said when we were talking about Luke Cage that it would be good if you could you know just rein yourself in and not watch them all at one time because when you do, it kind of feels like the like that drought is even longer. You know, like. Orange is the New Black, we we watch it all in one weekend, and then it feels like you've got to go even longer without new episodes, even though, you know, it's only like 10, 12 weeks right. more than what it would be if you watched it one episode a week or something like that, but I don't know. Uh, okay, so we're going to talk about, our, our main topic is, we're going to talk about 2017 in film, and we're going to talk some, about some TV shows too. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open the Wikipedia page that's just called 2017 in film. And it lists every movie that's going to come out this year and it separates them all by a month. So I'm just going to kind of go down the list and talk about, and I'll name them all and we'll just stop and talk about the ones we want to talk about. Cause some, some of them, I don't even know what they are. You know, some of them you may know, and I don't know what they are. And some of them we just don't even care about, but I'll name them all off. You know, and then we'll uh, we'll stop and talk about the ones that actually stand out for us. But we'll start in January, but we'll start with this this coming weekend, which will actually this show this episode will probably come out Saturday or Sunday, so the movies for this weekend will be out by then. But uh, what's coming out this weekend is this movie called A Dog's Purpose. I don't actually know if it's actually going to happen now that the uh, have you heard about these animal cruelty allegations that's been I going have, around? I have. When I first saw the, I think the, the trailer, I think, ran before um, uh, Sing, I think, one of the kids' movies I saw. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's going to be a tearjerker. Yeah. Before all of the uh, controversy came out. I suspect the movie will still come out. I mean, they've basically been... So the... The, to to recap the the deal, um, someone like leaked behind the scenes footage, and there's like a scene uh, where this dog is supposed, I guess, jump into these raging waters mm-hmm. um, on set, and the dog doesn't want to do it. The dog is scared, and you know the the humans basically kind of try to push him in the water or her, I don't know, push the dog into the water. Yeah, and you know, animal cruelty, animal cruelty. Um, so yeah, it's gotten a lot of bad press including from like some of the actors who you know it's like i didn't know that they did this 
No. Yeah, Dennis Quaid was on Ellen, and he was saying that he didn't think that it actually happened the way that it looks, that the video was doctored or something. But that that dog looked terrified in that video. <laughs> he, he did not want to go in that water. <laughs> and then uh, and then the, the dog, from what I heard, the dog almost drowned. Now, you did see the dog go under the water. I don't know if he almost drowned or not, but it was a surprising story to come out from something that universal studios and amblin entertainment were making you know because they've made amblin entertainment i mean their their name is stamped on family friendly movies all the way back to you know et right and beyond you know so it's kind of surprising that that something like this would happen to the point that it could even be alleged and and have a a, a cell phone video come out that looks like something like this was happening but i i don't know I will probably. I probably wouldn't have gone to see it anyway because no, you know, it's a renter. It's a renter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also got Resident Evil: The Final Chapter coming out this weekend, and Mila Jovovich is back. At what's her name, Alice, that she plays in the movies. Um, I gotta tell you, I watched the first two Resident Evil movies, and I don't think I've watched any of them since then because. I, to me, they almost—they all feel like they're the—they're the same movie. <laughs> I just feel like I'm watching the same movie over and over again with like some new, uh, some new action scenes going on. But uh, I used to—I used to love the games, but these movies don't really remind me of the games that much. But uh, I've seen none of the films. None of them. Okay. Well, we'll we'll go on past that. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I mean, I like I like the games too, uh, but. Me, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just the, these movies are not the games. They're when you base a movie on a video game, it should resemble the video game. And the Resident Evil movies don't. There's a lot of people out there that love these movies, and I saw the first one. The first one was okay, you know. But then I watched the second one, and I felt like I was watching the first one. You know, it's just like the same things are happening. And supposedly this is going to be the last one. That's why they're calling it the final chapter. So. I guess this will be it. Maybe they'll do something different with this one than they've done before. But um, now in February we've got Rings coming out, which is a sequel to or the third in the Ring series. Which it's been a long time since Ring Two came out. Right. I'm I mean, not, what I'm, like ten ten years at least. I haven't uh, I haven't seen the trailer for it. Uh, but yeah, it's clearly um, you know part of the um, part of the same saga. I don't know how they're gonna tie it in. I'm not gonna see it in the theater. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, me either. It's got Johnny Galecki in it, but I'm, I'm kind of wondering if he's supposed to be the little boy from the other two movies. I don't know. It really hasn't been long enough for him to to have aged that much, but. <laughs> But he is one of those guys who always looks twenty. Yeah, he he's our he, he's our age. I mean, he's what? He's forty, forty one, something like that. Gotta be, yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, and then uh, Youth in Oregon, which I don't know. I mean, it's got Christina Applegate in, and it's about somebody going on a trip with their father or something, so that he can be euthanized in another state where it's legal or something like that. It's it's comedy drama. Um, <laughs> this, Wait, what website are you on? Because I'm not seeing. I don't see that. I'm on Wikipedia. You go to Wikipedia and the, you just in the search bar you put in 2017 in film, and then it breaks down month by month 
every movie that's coming out the studio that's releasing it and who directed it, who's in it, what the genre is, all that kind of stuff. Now this uh the space between us, I, I saw the trailer for it. It looks it looks pretty good. It kinda looks like um the fault in our stars in outer space. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> you know? like Yeah, it's one of those uh based on a based on a young adult novel. Uh but it I mean it looks pretty good. I'll probably give it give it a shot. Uh fifty no. fifty shades darker, that's one that you're probably looking forward to, right? Yeah, I'll keep my eyes closed. I like, thought that they had changed the name of that. I thought they had changed it to something else. I haven't seen Fifty Shades of Grey. No. No. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. I have no interest at all. Was, I, I just, I'm like, you know, I can get just porn for free. Like, all, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and I guess, like, if you want to try to put a plot in it fine or not you know nah pass well just the whole history of the story it just seems weird to me that it's become as popular as it is because it was it was this this woman that wrote twilight fan fiction and then her twilight fan fiction became popular and she wanted to publish it, but of course she couldn't because it was about characters that she didn't have the rights to. So she changed their names and changed the setting and made him not a vampire. He's just a rich guy and uh, and turned it into Fifty Shades of Grey and then sold millions of copies. And I've never read them, but uh, the people that I have talked to read them and said that they're terrible. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but... Uh, but yeah. somebody likes them. <laughs> yeah, good for her for... yeah. Uh, you know, following her her dream. Yes, American Dream. John so, Wick Chapter Two. Uh yeah, I'm all about that. I yeah. would I'm, I would definitely go see that. Um the the Red Turtle um I had not heard of until this afternoon because I was looking at the Oscar nominees and it's one it's one of the nominees for best animated film. Okay. Um so I probably still won't see it. <laughs> Pause, pause, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if, if it's like a limited release kind of thing. But uh, if, if given the opportunity, I might, I might actually see it because just to, if for nothing else to know what it's about. Speaking of animation, uh, the Lego Batman movie comes out February tenth, and I am looking forward to this <laughs> because. Uh, I told you, I just saw the Lego movie a few weeks ago for the first time. And Batman is, you know, one of the funniest parts of that movie. And now the fact that he's getting his his own movie and, uh, and all the Batman characters are going to be Lego versions of themselves and... And, and Batman himself is going to be like a comedic take on the character and stuff. It's just... It's just, I think it's going to be good. And yeah. Seth Graham's Seth Graham Smith, now he wrote the book that Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was based on, and he wrote the screenplay for this. Go ahead, you were going to say something. I was, I was, this was this was a slow burn for me. I, when I first saw that it was coming out, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, because there's, <laughs> because there's a lot of Lego superhero films already, you know, and. You know, there's Lego Batman, there's Lego Justice League, there's Lego, there's there's a whole bunch 
already out there, and I've found them to be okay. Um, and I think one of the reasons that Batman was so funny in the Lego Movie was that he, that it wasn't about him. Yeah, and 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 so he gets to be this, you know, completely self-absorbed person who thinks everything's always about him, but the movie's not about him. Right. Which was part of the joke. So I wasn't sure how it would work in his own film. But, you know, the more the more clips I've seen, I'm like, okay, I could... All right, all right, all right, okay. So I'm... I'm I, I am... Uh, um, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. It, it looks like it could be pretty funny. Yeah. It may it may be one of those movies that's funny for the first thirty minutes and then, and then it gets old, but you know I'll give it a shot. Um, now there's a few on here that I don't know I'm, I I haven't heard of, but you've got a cure for wellness. Um, you stop me if you want to say anything about any of these, but uh, mm-hmm. fist fight with yeah, Ice Cube. <laughs> it looks horrible. I haven't heard I haven't seen anything about it. Ice Cube, Charlie Day, Christina Hendricks, Dennis Haysbert. Tracy Morgan. Well, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> I'm not a big Tracy Morgan fan. <laughs> yeah. Here's the plot of Fist Fight. There's two teachers, and Charlie Day is a you know squiggly little nerdy teacher, and Ice Cube is a beefy mean teacher. And for whatever reason, there's a dispute, and Ice Cube is, I'm going to fight you. So he's going to fight him. And all, and like the whole school knows about it, and like you know taking bets, and it's gonna be like after school in the parking lot. I'm like, that's just that's dumb. Like this, the the plot is the same as there was a movie called Three O'clock High, from like the '80s, uh-huh. where it was like you know kind of like the school. He wasn't the school nerd, but he was he was like a nerdy kid, and um, you know the school bully. And it was the same kind of plot. I'm going to beat you up in the parking lot, which made more sense because they were students. Like th- there's the idea that you know, plus you know, <laughs> racial undertone the side of the big black man going to beat up the squirrel. You know, white dude. <laughs> uh, it just I'm like they're teachers. That's I just no, like I can't get behind it, and it looks stupid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound, like, sound like something I'm going to go see. But um okay, let's see what else is on here. The Great Wall. Uh um, no. Action it says action sci fi. I don't know. I haven't heard of that. It's got it, Matt Damon uh, in it. Matt yeah, Damon and Matt William Damon, Defoe. Yeah, Matt Damon and it's it's another one <laughs> I'm not trying to get on the, on a on a soapbox here, but it's um you know, basically the foreigner uh has to come in. It seems to be uh, has to come in and learn all the ways of the Chinese warrior uh, and save them from the evil that is at the Great Wall. <laughs> uh, now, get out. I would, I would, I would see that. I think get out. Jordan, it, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a. Oh, I just, he's not in this one. I just. Just yeah, it's just, it's just peel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just peel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically, it's like uh, it's a horror comedy, but not like you know, not like scary movie. Like apparently, yeah. of like a real horror movie, but um, I guess like how how 
like so like what happens to black people doesn't happen in because like you know like the the big joke uh, is always why wouldn't they just leave but real black people just leave blah 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 yeah i guess they try to or something but it looks the commercial looks funny and and on my you know going back to the earlier conversation of finally got around to seeing it i finally got around to seeing uh keanu uh with the with the cat the, the key and peel movie about the cat i thought that movie was hilarious it was really funny <laughs> yeah it was really funny so i'm so i'm i'm, I'm giving and, and i'm i'm a key and peel fan anyway yeah so i, I would give it more of uh, give it more of a chance than i would have before i'm probably still not gonna see it in the theater yeah but I'll, I'll probably rent it. It'll be a it'll be a red box. Let me go back. Let me go back one uh, to this movie. Collide. Um, Collide is uh, it stars Nicholas Holt, which he's the guy that played Beast in the the last couple of uh, X Men movies. Uh, Felicity Jones, Anthony Hopkins, and Ben Kingsley. Okay, so this is okay. so full full disclosure. I started a job this week working in the traffic management center in Birmingham, and the guy that was training me, I'm working the graveyard shift, so 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. The guy that was training me brought in a bootleg of this movie. Oh, <laughs> and he played it. Now, like I said, I used to I used to bootleg a lot. I don't really, I don't do it anymore. But um, he brought it in. He was going to watch it anyway. So he put it on the TV. There's a TV in the room. And uh, he put it on. So we were watching it while we were working. It is... I mean, it's a good movie, but it's not like this great, oh my God, I got to see this. It's kind of uh, trying to play off of Fast and Furious a little bit. They've got a lot of chase scenes in it and stuff. Like what's so that? the plot is that he he belongs in this crime organization. He's kind of like this guy that picks up stuff and takes it where it's supposed to be. You know, drugs, money, that kind of stuff. This is Nicholas and, Holt. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. He gets out because he falls in love with Felicity Jones and he wants to get out, you know, and, and live a normal life. Well, then she gets sick and she's got like a kidney failure or something like that. And of course, no health insurance or anything. So he needs money for her treatments and surgery and stuff like that. So he gets back in, you know, and of course, bad things happen. <laughs> so, right. sure. But, uh, but it, I mean, it was, it was entertaining. It's not, I would not recommend go see this in the theater. It's definitely renting in re- on Redbox later on, you know, but it was, it was, it's a decent movie, but, um, now March is going to s- start to transition us towards summer movies. So some of the <laughs> bigger movies are going to start coming out. The first one that comes out in March is going to be Logan with, yeah. uh, Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Eric LaSalle, all those guys. And it's, this is the last time that we're ever going to see Hugh Jackman as, as a uh, Wolverine in a starring role. You know, he may decide to come back and do a, a guest spot in Deadpool two or something like that, you know, but as far as a movie with Wolverine as one of the main characters, this will be the last time that Hugh Jackman plays him. Now, I don't know if they'll dare try to reset that character and have him play by a different person, or if they'll just... they got plenty of X-Men to make movies out of. They don't have to make Wolverine movies, you know? That's true. Um, I think 
I'm inclined to think that they won't because they've been so public with this is the last film, this is the last film. Um, but by the yeah. same token, you know, they've certainly shown that, um, you know, the character is more important than the actor, which is how, you know, the same actor can be four different <laughs> superhero characters. Oh, yeah. Um, or they could replace, you know, somebody. Even if they did a good job, they can replace them because, you know, because you're seeing the comic book character brought to life. So as long as you see that, whoever's kind of behind the mask is kind of less important. Yeah. So they could do it, and I don't think that'd be, like, an uproar. Because, yeah, we want to see Hugh Jackman, but we only want to see Hugh Jackman because he's Wolverine in a world. Right. So as long as you got Wolverine and he's doing a good job, because, I mean, let's face it, nobody had heard of Hugh Jackman before. <laughs> yeah, not really, yeah. Before he, before he was Wolverine. Not really. So I think they could. Um, I think they might give it like a, you know, some cooling off time. You know, I, I think they may have learned their lesson from Spider-Man with the kind of the instant reboots where you know they, you know, they they redo the character every three or four years or whatever. Yeah, it'd be hard to it'd be hard to reboot Wolverine without rebooting everything because he's so integrated into what's already happening in the uh in the X-Men series and uh and I mean of course they they they've made three Wolverine movies just of him but you know he he had that guest spot that little uh that little part in the last X-Men movie in Apocalypse where you know it kind of sets the tone that that that's him so mm-hmm. to go back and change him and try to reboot him after the after that the fact you know would be hard to do but I don't know. Uh, let's see what else we got. The 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 shack. I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. It's got Octavia Spencer in it. Let me click on it and just see. It says it's a drama. So it says it's a. It's an American faith based drama, uh, based on the novel of the same name by William P. Young, and it's. It looks like it's uh, going to be one of those tugging at your heartstrings kind. Of, type movies but also that same day we get t2 train spotting which would be the opposite of that <laughs> I, <laughs> now i've heard that you know even even mcgregor says that this is going to be really good it's just it seems kind of weird that train spotting does not seem like the kind of movie that you make a sequel to i didn't mean i didn't mean the opposite in the sense that it would be bad i mean the opposite in terms of pulling. oh yeah tugging at your heartstrings <laughs> yeah i would um, i would I didn't think that I would like Train Spotting um, when I saw it, you know, umpteen years ago. But it was, it was, uh, um, I'm trying to think of a good word here. It was impressive. Yeah. It was, it was very, like, you know, visually distinctive, you know, like, just, it was, it was unique. Uh, and I liked it a lot. So, um, and I liked the actors in it. You know, again, before everybody blew up the way they did, the way that they yeah. did. Um, I would, I would, I would see Train Spotting too, especially since they got like it looks like basically the whole cast back, right? Hell yeah, it looks like it. Um, um, it's been like twenty years since the first one, so it'll be interesting if they're just doing a kind of a where they are now in their life kind of thing, or or something like that. Um, I don't know what Table Nineteen is. I don't know what Wilson is. 
Um, um, Owen Wilson story. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring um, uh, volleyball from... Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> from uh, Castaway, yeah. yeah. And then you got... You get this movie called Leap, which looks like it's an animated movie about a ballerina or something. <laughs> uh, Kong Skull Island. No. That's another big one that's going to be coming out. Uh, they, uh, I guess they they want to go back and remake King Kong every ten years or so. <laughs> but uh, the last one was more of a. I don't know. They were trying to remake the original movie a little more. This one looks like it's a new story kind of based loosely on King Kong because this is this is supposed to I think be after the original King Kong story and they're going back to the island and there's all these monster gorillas living on the island and getting his little like brother that. or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's got um the next generation. Tom Tom Hiddleston Brie Larson Samuel L. Jackson John Goodman John C. Riley so it's going to be one of those big blockbuster type movies um so I don't know. I, I saw the trailer for it, and it looks it looks pretty good. I'll give it a shot. Samuel um, L. Jackson never really does well in the jungle. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, he's not going to make it out. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to think of a film where he's like in the woods, or there's animals on the loose, and he comes out on top. And it, you know, I guess snakes on a plane technically, but uh, usually he's he's on the on the man versus nature thing. He's, the man is not in charge. <laughs> he keeps he keeps trying to mark or or they keep trying to market Samuel L. Jackson as as the tough guy that he was twenty years ago. He doesn't look like that anymore. He <laughs> looks like you know when I when I see him on the credit card commercials, he looks like a librarian. You know, <laughs> he's wearing a he's wearing a suit and a pair of glasses and all that kind of stuff. You know, but you but, know uh, the clothes make the man because when he when he when you see him with an eye patch and a and a you know true. shoulder holster, yeah. he still looks like a badass. So yep. Um, he's like really old. Like he's like seventy something, right? I don't think he's that old. Let me see. Let me click on his name here. I heard he's one hundred and four. <laughs> he's sixty eight. <laughs> oh, he's, he's close. He's, he's, yeah. he's seventy. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. The wall. I don't know. I don't know what the wall is. Uh, it's got John Cena in it, and it is. Yeah. It is about two American soldiers trapped by an, by an Iraqi sniper, so it's a it's a war movie. I don't think it's a war movie that's based on actual events or anything like that. Uh, the sense of an ending that just sounds dramatic. <laughs> yeah, sounds like indie. Uh, that sounds like a darling of uh, the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, none of the names are any that I recognize. So, uh, and Raw does not have anybody in it that I recognize either. I don't know what that is. It's a it's a horror movie. Okay. It says it's a French Belgian horror movie, and it's about a vegetarian college student who, following an initiation ritual, becomes a cannibal. So, okay. <laughs> uh, Atomica don't. Beauty and the Beast comes out March the 17th. So that's going to be interesting. That's one that my wife has already told me we're going to be going to see. Yeah. Whether we go I, see it at the drive-in or, we might or something see. like that. Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was, I was saying, yeah, we might go see that. I could, I could 
Yeah. Yeah. Disney's getting into this thing where every couple of years they're releasing a live action version of one of their famous uh, animated films. I know I saw you on Facebook the other day saying that you wanted to see Aladdin, and I think they're doing Aladdin. I think I've heard that that's actually something that's going to happen. Yeah, Rick sent me a link saying that uh, they were, and that the uh, the director um, was confirmed. Um, oh, I can't believe I can't, I'm blanking on his name. Um, they very distinctive style. He did Snatch. He did uh, he doing the new King Arthur movie. Used to be married to Madonna. Used to be married to Madonna. <laughs> Warren Beatty. No, Warren Beatty wasn't married to Madonna. But <laughs> forget that. One. The the he uh, he did Snatch. He did uh, like the new uh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is not who I would have thought for uh, Aladdin, but I could see it. Like if, if he if he kind of tones it back a little bit. But mainly because, like, I, like I like his visual style, often, but it's a very distinctive visual style, and I don't want it to overpower, um, you know, the imagery that's already established from the from the from the animated version. But but like it is Aladdin is you know it's an action adventure story, yeah, in a lot of ways, and there's you know there's magic, so he can do it, but. Um, you know, keep it whimsical, pull back on the gritty, and I think I think it, I think it, I think it could work great. Yeah, and I, I think I, just, I think kind of kind of I would say start over, like just make Aladdin. You don't necessarily have to remake Aladdin. Gotcha. I don't I don't want I don't want to see somebody impersonating Robin Williams. You know, <laughs> and just do something different with the genie. He can be comical. You know, but don't try to do all the uh, all the impersonations of famous actors and all that kind of stuff. You know, just just do something different. You know, and actually, that the, like I was I was trying to imagine like kind of different interpretations of that role, and they kind of all work. You know, if he's more stoic but still funny, it 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 would still work. Yeah. Uh, if he's more mysterious, but as long as long as there is some degree of humor. Um and heart. Yeah. I think I think you'll be fine. I think I think that's really all you need for that character. I don't I think you're right. I don't think I think it would be a mistake to try to, you know, out Robin Williams Robin Williams because like yeah. it's gonna happen. No, you can't you can't do that. <laughs> I'm going to Let's see. I'm going to start cherry picking here some because we're we're still in March and we've been talking yeah. about movies for half an hour. But uh, Power Rangers. I saw the trailer for Power Rangers the other day, and it's actually got me looking forward to this. Have you seen the the, the newest trailer I, that came out? I saw out? the new one. I saw the new one, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, I. I mean, I'm probably not. I'm probably not going to go to the theater to see it because I don't know. It just I would feel weird going to the theater to see it because <laughs> I, I'm the I'm the only one in my family that would be remotely interested in it. And I kind of when Power Rangers came on TV, okay, I was I was too old to be into Power Rangers. You know, sure. I was probably 13 when it came out, so I wasn't like buying the toys and and wearing the t-shirt and all that kind of stuff but when the show came on while i was getting ready for school in the morning i would usually watch it you know and i 
the the show was goofy. It had real. It was really badly put together as far as the 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 Japanese part that was obviously filmed, you know, in Japan, and then they just kind of spliced it with what they filmed of the kids out of their costumes here in in America. I thought that all that was badly put together. The robot looks fake. You know, it looks like a guy in a costume because that's what it is, you know. But just something about the concept of what they were doing intrigued me, you know. So I would watch the show, and uh, and I even, uh, me, and, me and my cousin uh, went to see the first film when it came out. We went to like a matinee because we weren't we didn't want to be there <laughs> on Friday night when all the you know seven eight year olds were in there <laughs> this, this is the like the same cast on the show yeah yeah the, the the first movie when it came out um now I never saw that second movie because by that time I lost interest in it but <laughs> but uh but but this one you know it looks pretty good but I'll, like I said I'll probably end up waiting for it to come out on video because my kids have no interest in seeing it. My wife definitely has no interest in seeing it, so I'm not going to go by myself to a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> Probably a good call. Maybe if you're in town, we'll go. <laughs> I'll drag you to it or something. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, there, I, I will be your wingman on, on various uh, comic <laughs> books. We, we're really too old for this type of film. Yeah. But not Power Rangers. I'm not, no. The only uh, reason I was into Power Rangers was because... Um, there was a show called Dynaman that was like a parody show that, that came out years before. It used to come on like late at night on USA and basically it's like they took an old, old, old bad action show and they just dubbed over it. Yeah. And it, it was like it was like um, you know, MSC three K. So they, they they dubbed over all the dialogue and it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And when Power Rangers first came on, like they did kind of it looked it looked like it like the special effects and everything were the same and i was hopeful that it would be the same kind of thing but it is not it's, no they were they were actually trying to take themselves seriously <laughs> yes but i um sean and all listeners do yourself a favor like do a search for dynaman and um, like if you can find it online uh watch like a couple of episodes it's it's uh, well worth the uh the keystrokes uh, Ghost in the Shell um, is a live-action version of, I believe, an anime movie from a while back. This uh, yeah. this has got Scarlett Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, class- I've never I've never seen the animated one. It's fantastic. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is one of the best. It's it's like when people talk about the anime that you know everyone has seen. Ghost in the Shell is on that list. You should definitely see the movie, and there's um, uh, a series as well. Um, and I'm, I'm going to put this in the uh, hopeful but hesitant <laughs> category. <laughs> you know, it. Um, I will probably wait to see it regardless because it'd be one of those things I'd probably be going to see by myself anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I didn't see Lucy. I just, eh, you know, Scarlet. Um, I'm sorry, not Scarlet. The um, Black Widow is, you know, it's kind of all the action adventure Scarlet Johansson I need. You know, I get my fix through the Marvel movies. And, yeah. 
and everything else that she does that's like that just kind of seems like, well, I could just be watching Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, did they take the Black Widow movie off the off the schedule? Because I haven't heard much about it. I know they weren't even thinking about making it until 2019. So yeah, I just, I don't I don't I know. I I. I suspect that um, it's on the schedule at some point. Yeah. Um, let's see. Smurfs. 2000- the sorry. <laughs> no. What? What would you say? I'm sorry. Smurfs. The Lost Village. Coming out in April. Yeah. I, the only thing that I can say about that is I'm glad that they have decided not to put the Smurfs in the real world anymore. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I mean, I get why they were doing it because it's kind of what everybody does now. But um, this is just going to be a straight-up animation film. So I guess, I guess it's cheaper, right? Because like, you only have to animate one little character or you know a few characters instead of the whole world. Yeah, every character. Yeah, I can see that, but you, but then you also you still have to film a movie, you know. <laughs> so because so they were they, they crank out those those chipmunk movies like pretty fast. Yeah, they made like five of them now, haven't they? <laughs> I don't know about five, but it's been, it's been at least they did the they at least did the, 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 the at least four. Yeah, I think it was. I think you're right. I think it was four. Yeah, uh, Colossal looks weird. It's a comedy about a girl who falls in love with a giant monster. <laughs> it's got Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis, and that's all that I know about it. Um, the Fate of the Furious, you know, this is like what, this is the eighth one, I guess? Yeah. And they're still churning those out. It seems like, is it every year or every two years that they're they're coming out with one of these? Uh-huh. It's almost like a, it's almost like an episode <laughs> in, in a, uh, in, for a for a TV show or something, you yeah. get an episode every couple of years or whatever. And each one, they uh, they drive a little bit farther from what's physically possible. In the- <laughs> yeah, well, well, they've gotten they've gotten away from just uh, racing cars and into like pulling heists, and it's almost like they're doing Ocean's Eleven with race cars. Well, yeah, and they're like <laughs> they're know? like at super spy level now too, because they're, they're you know they're working with the government to you know take down international crime lords. Yeah, uh, it's, it is. Um, it's preposterous, but it is still entertaining. Yeah, which is which is you know that's kind of the the recipe for Fast and Furious. It's preposterous. That would never happen, but it's entertaining. The the last one that I think I went to see was uh, the fifth one, which was just Fast Five. I think was the name of it, and uh, I haven't seen any of them since then. So. But you know they make money. As long as they're making money, they're gonna keep making them. You know, so it wasn't. I I I, I still have yet to see any of them in the theater. But that's the only that's the only one that I've seen in the theater, and it's just because I had passes to it. Uh, we, my wife, <laughs> did you, did my you, wife would want to go ahead. What did you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean it was a good movie. My wife had won a package that year that had like two passes to like ten different movies that came out that summer, and uh, and that was one of them. So. So we went to see it, and it was—I mean, it was a good movie, but it's—it's it's one of those things where you really you have to watch all of them, or you're not going to know what's going on. Like I said, it's an episode in a series. You know, I—I I would disagree. I disagree. You might not know 
like the origins of the various characters. But yeah. you, you pretty much jump in anywhere. Yeah, you I mean, leader, it, it, that's the tech guy, that's the playboy, that's the jokester, and then they drive fast cars. And there's, yeah. and there's hot women. Each one of them does have their own separate plot, you know. But I mean, there's things that carry through uh, some of the characters. Like if a character is coming back in the film that you're watching and they haven't been in the last couple of films and it's supposed to be a big deal that they're coming back and you see it then it's lost up well, why is everybody making a big deal that that person's there <laughs> you know whatever oh because he's back or she's back or you know something like that but, right I, uh, uh, I guess I can see that I can see that uh, going down the line Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 yes that's probably one of the biggest ones that I'm looking forward to this is in May and yeah, uh, that is very possibly the film I'm most looking forward to. I rewatched the first one just I think it was last week, and that is a really good movie. I mean, it's more than just oh, you know, that's a pretty decent comic book movie or whatever. No, that is a really good action sci-fi movie. It's funny. It's got sad parts. It's you know all that stuff. You know, movie stuff. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> movie stuff. Yeah, all the all the movie stuff. It's good. Uh, so, and this one, the trailer looks pretty pretty good. Even though they they focus on Baby Groot in uh, in the trailer, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. And the soundtrack. I was just listening to the soundtrack today for the first one. You know, just some classic seventies music. And I hope they have a lot more of that in the in the new one. Alien Covenant. Yeah, no, I'm again. That go that goes under the. Uh, I think they canceled that. Didn't I hear? I heard somebody today say that they canceled that movie. Well, if it's coming out in May, well, then it has to already be made. Canceled so, like in like they're postponing it or reshooting. The well, I, they must be doing some reshoots or something because I can't imagine you can't cancel a movie if it's supposed to come out in May of this year. Then the movie has to already be made. It's not like they haven't started filming it yet, and it's supposed to come out in four months. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so obviously, maybe that's maybe the next one is postponed or something like that. But, but Ridley Scott, you know, directing it. So, uh, none of the uh, Michael Fassbender is in it. Uh, trying to see if anybody else jumps out. James Franco. James Franco is in everything these days. <laughs> Danny McBride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, and we skipped over King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Yeah, Guy, Guy Ritchie. That's probably. You know, there's so many. Like, you've really got to be. I have to be real hype about you to actually go to the theater while you're still in the theater, because I can just wait. You know, I've yeah. got I've got Netflix. You know, and Netflix will give me all sorts of stuff that I've never heard of, but they know I like it because they know me. <laughs> and I've got Redbox, and you know, like, so for me to like make the effort to to see you, you know, you you got to be like way high on the list. And and King but, Arthur, he gets a that's a Redbox. The trailer kind of looks like it's um, it looks like it's kind of tongue in cheek. It, well, that's the that's the Guy Ritchie film. It looks like yeah. it looks snatch to me. Like it's yeah, it's how he does. 
because he's telling a story and all of a sudden he says no wait go back and then actually rewinds the footage yeah. and goes back that's that's the in the trailer but uh let's see what else is on here Pirates we, of the Caribbean yeah Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales now I'm we're gonna do a guilty pleasure episode in sometime in sometime this year I'm planning it and I'll tell you one of my guilty pleasures is Pirates of the Caribbean I love those movies I know people talk about them people say that they're stupid whatever but those in my opinion are really good especially if you're wanting something that's uh that's got a lot of action in it and it's okay for the whole family to watch it you know you can take your whole family to see it the pirates of the caribbean series are are good now they're long and now this is going to be the fifth one the fourth one was not as good as the original three, but still not a bad movie. Oh, do, do you, you like, like? Do you like them? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't <laughs> sure if I should. Uh, I don't know how far you were going with this. Um, no, I actually agree. I actually agree. Yeah. I, 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 and part of the part of it was like when you heard they're making a Pirates of the Caribbean, like from the from the ride. Yeah, the ride, and. You actually saw it. It was a, it was a really good movie. It was mm-hmm. funny. The action was great. It was well directed. Swashbuckly. That's a word I just made up. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was, it was really good. And and the sequels, the the you know the next two, like, oh, it's a whole it's a whole trilogy thing. Okay, I get it. And you're right. The uh, fourth one wasn't as good. And part of it was, you know, it's like it's like Batman in the Lego Movie, like <laughs> Captain Captain Jack is great and yeah he steals the scenes that he's in but when he's the like carrying it basically by himself it's kind of too much of him mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the problem with the last one and looking at the cast list it looks like you know Orlando Bloom is in it Jeffrey Rush is in it Paul McCartney is in it yeah I saw that's, that <laughs> Paul <laughs> not McCartney sure, not sure what's up with that but um <laughs> yeah well so, to me that that is encouraging that um presumably they're playing the same characters um i can't imagine that they wouldn't be um so that that actually and i'm sure there'll be more trailers as it gets closer to it obviously but the trailers that i've seen so far has really has just been sounds and voices yeah and uh oh wait no they showed um heavier by them because it's, it's like They've got this cool effect where it looks like he's drowned, like the like the the hair and the clothes flow like they're underwater. So, um, yeah, I, I I might actually go see that one. I can see that one in the theater. Possibly. Yeah, I think that I think that first movie was supposed to be about Orlando Bloom's character, and Captain Jack was supposed to be a secondary character, but he became so popular that they started focusing it's, it's Steve Urkel syndrome <laughs> you know we're gonna we're gonna make him more and more a part of it until you get to a point where it may be a little too much and uh, that's that's you know that, happened, that happens to a lot of TV shows and uh, hopefully they're gonna dial Captain Jack back a little bit I still want him to be in the movie a lot because it's a good character and Johnny Depp does a good job with him but I don't want him to be the central character of the film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was I was fine with the amount of uh, 
Sparrow in the first, even the first three. Yeah, because because there, there was still this this continuing arc for the other characters also. Um, so he, yeah, he stole the scenes that he was in, and he actually didn't even steal all the scenes that he was in. I feel like he he was it was it was good. He was definitely a star, but I feel like it was you know the the um, Keira Knightley, um, Orlando Bloom, and Johnny Depp. I felt like were a nice little three legged table to support that film, those films. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like they all, you know, they they all moved the story along. So if if the next film is has that same kind of mix, I'm I'm, I'm down. All right, I'm gonna skip ahead. I'm gonna, I'm well, not that You got Baywatch, but you know that it, it is what it is. I guess we, we skipped Chips also. That's yeah, we did skip <laughs> like Chips. Yeah. or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman, of Wonder course. Man. Yes. Gal Gadot, Chris Pine. I love to see Chris Pine and stuff where he's not playing Captain Kirk because he. I I, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him get typecast as Captain Kirk, you know. And he's he he's obviously able to do other things. He he makes a lot of good movies, uh, and I like that he's kind of going over into uh, some of these comic book comic book things that that everybody loves to see these days. Um, but the, yeah, Wonder Woman looks like it's going to be pretty good. It's a period piece. Uh, yeah, the first commercial, I was not impressed. And part of that was probably because I saw it just as I was seeing Batman v Superman. And yeah, I was, bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, the more I've seen, the more I, I, I'm more willing to give it a chance. Um, it, it'll, it'll probably be one of those I'll kind of, you know, wait and see wait and hear what what the reviews and like you know the reviews of friends are about it first yeah um like i'll definitely see it but i just don't know if i'll see it in a theater oh yeah 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 i kind of decided that um i'm probably gonna sit the next couple of dc movies out in theaters because the last couple that i went to see i didn't think that the theater really added to the experience I could have seen Batman and Superman at home. I could have seen uh, uh, Suicide Squad at home, and it wouldn't have taken away from it too much, I don't think. So, I'll probably, I'll probably see Wonder Woman at home. I may, I may go see Justice League in theaters. I'll probably go see it at the drive-in because it's uh, closer and it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, Cars Three is a Pixar movie. I'm, uh, the mummy didn't you don't want to. I'm not a do what? What'd you say? I, I, I was surprised. Oh, the mummy. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I missed that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise. Uh, it's not part of the ori- of the series that Brendan Fraser was doing. This is a whole new thing. Right. Um, and uh, that's universe. I was kind of surprised yeah. to see Tom Cruise doing a film like this because he doesn't. I mean, he makes a lot of sci-fi movies, but I haven't really seen him do like horror. You know that kind of stuff before. Yeah, I'm 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 guessing that it's not. Um, it's, I'm not guess- sca- it's not scary horror. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be basically a sci-fi movie, except magic instead of sci-fi. And this but is kind of so he'll still be you know action adventure, you know, the guy to save the day. Yeah, saving it from a magical creature instead of an alien. 
I think this is setting up the uh, series that Universal's wanting to make, where they're kind of doing a Universal Monsters uh, cinematic universe. Right, all the classics. Yeah, and I think this is the first one in that, and there's going to be a Dracula, and there's going to be a Frankenstein, and a Wolfman, and and then they'll tie it all together with some big movie a few years from now. But uh, yeah, and Cars 3, like I said, what? They're following the Marvel blueprint. Right. Well, yeah, everybody everybody wants a cinematic universe now. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not a big Cars fan. Uh, I don't think I ever saw Cars 2. My, my wife and my daughter went to see it, but um, but that's the uh, thing. It's, yeah, it's Cars, was, Cars was okay. I was actually, th- that was the first Pixar movie that I saw that I was like, really? That's it? No. Uh, Cars 2 I actually liked better than Cars 1. I felt like there was more kind of uh, subtle humor. It, and I, I recognize that I'm talking about a film that stars Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> yeah, not not, <laughs> not not known for the subtlety, but uh, and even in that, it was still okay. So no, I'm probably not going to see Colors Three, especially if it looks kind of tragic. It looks like Lightning McQueen, like <laughs> yeah. The trailer I saw is like there was a like a big wreck and yeah, no, uh, nope, yeah. Transformers: The Last Night. Uh, this is the first Transformers movie that I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. You know, <laughs> here comes another Transformers movie. <laughs> I was like that at the second film. <laughs> I, I, I saw the first one and I thought it was okay. And they lost like so many points with me because they only did the classic Transformer like one time. Right. Like, yeah. Why would you not? Why would you not? You need to do it every time. Yeah. You should do it every time. And that uh, look like. Yeah, yeah, they don't have like distinct looking bodies. They're just all kind of chrome, and they all look like like if you threw a bunch of silverware in a drawer. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. what they all look like to me. Yeah, I'm like, you know, pass. So I've I've seen the first one, I've seen none of the others, uh, so I'm not gonna see this one either. Amityville, no. Yeah, Yo. Despicable Me three. I'll, Despicable Me three. I'll watch just because I like the series. Um, but it's not one that I'm like, oh, I've got to see that, you know. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming is definitely on the list. Oh, yeah. That that's that looks like it's going to be the Spider-Man movie that we've wanted since the first one came out. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the fact that it's tied in with the Avengers and it's got Iron Man in it, even though it's not a... Uh, a Disney property movie, you know, this is, this one is Columbia pictures. Uh, they're borrowing characters, but it looks, it looks like it's going to be pretty well done. And of course we've already seen Spider-Man in a civil war. So it's not like we're waiting for a reveal of what he's going to look like. We already know what he's going to look like. He's going to look awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, and I'm, I'm a spitball and I don't know for certain, but I'm guessing that Columbia decided that it likes money. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you know, you guys want to make a, you know, yeah, sure, sure. You can borrow him. Yeah. We'll help you <laughs> out this time, I guess. We'll yeah. You- I mean, Universal had already done that with Hulk, you know, so. Yeah. So they, 
you know, they're they're rolling in, they're raking in dough every time an Avengers movie comes out that's got Hulk in it, you know, because they own the movie rights to that character. Um, let's see. I'm trying to roll through these because we, we've... Yeah. We're, we're just in July. We're in July. Yeah, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna streamline my reviews. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, in the theater, um, Redbox, or nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna name out the ones that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the Dark Tower. I'm a big Stephen King. Uh, fan and I've always loved the Dark Tower series. It's kind of, it's kind of his uh, opus, his magnum opus. It's kind of his version of Lord of the Rings, kind of an American Lord of the Rings. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of um, worried about what the movie is going to do because we're talking about seven books. I was gonna, ask, it's going to be a single film or a bunch of films. It's supposed to be three films, I believe. From what I understand, it's supposed to be three films, and possibly at one time they were talking about having film one come out, and then there was going to be a TV series on like HBO in between, and then film two would come out and kind of fill in the spaces on television. You know, so I don't know if they're still going to do that or not. Cool. I know that they're supposed to be making three three movies. Um, that's going to kind of. Because it's weird because there, there's seven books, but then they adapted the seven books into uh, comics. And in the comics, there is a lot of backstory that they put in that wasn't in the original books. So I don't know if they're going to be basing this off the novels or if they're going to be basing it off the comics. Because with the comics, there's even more material. you know. So we'll see. Uh, the Emoji Movie. <laughs> wow, you skipped uh, Valerian. I didn't even. I don't even see. Oh, there it is. I didn't see that. Valerian in the city of a thousand planets. I'm not. I don't know what that is. Oh, dude. Okay, so uh, I don't either. But <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. The, the poster like, looks cool. Yeah, it's it's based on a uh, French comic book um, that is um, like apparently classic. I haven't read it. I don't know much about it, but. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, in part because it's uh, directed by Luc Besson, who did the classic sci-fi film um, *The Fifth Element*. So I love his his um, his visual style. He's always he always does these really colorful and and like energetic worlds, and I'm hoping that um, that'll be the same situation here. So. This is probably the one that I'm most excited about that I know the least about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I will probably see this one in the theater. The Emoji Movie is a movie that I will not go see, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's funny that Patrick Stewart's going to be doing the voice of the poop emoji. <laughs> I might I, I might get pulled into seeing that one by my That's kids. Pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um uh, it, uh, it um is going to be good. Uh, it. Stephen King, yeah. Stephen King's It, uh, uh, is uh, I don't know. Scary Clown. The the clown looks even more terrifying than he did in the original uh, TV it, version. I'm not I'm not a big horror movie fan, and I think this is going to be like just straight horror it, movie. This is going to be it. <laughs> be it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie. Pass. Lego Lego's getting busy this year. 
Let's see. Yeah. Like I said, they always crank out a, a lot, but like the Lego movie kind of raised the bar for them. Yeah, they do a lot of like straight to video, straight to Netflix kind of stuff. Yeah. Um let's see. Flatliners, are they is that a remake of Flatliners from the eighties? It's got Kiefer Sutherland in it. It is uh Yep, reboot. The film no, it's a sequel. It's a sequel to uh Flatliners. It says the film is a sequel to the nineteen ninety film of the same name. So well, what does that go. prove? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sequel slash remake, you know, a lot of the sequels aren't. Uh, Blade Runner two twenty forty nine. Um, you know, Blade Runner gets a lot of uh, people like like they're really crazy about Blade Runner. That's, I've seen Blade Runner exactly one time, and uh, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's a good movie, but I'm not crazy about it. So this is not a sequel that I'm really looking forward to. I'll watch it. Uh, I'm on the fence. Like a, a Blade Runner is, you know, kind of is is on the more cerebral end of action sci-fi for me, yeah. and I don't necessarily like to see those in the theater because, uh, you know, there's distractions. Like you miss a line or whatever. Right. Uh, you can't and, rewind it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I might be more inclined to to rent that, but I might actually I. I I'm not rabid about Blade Runner either, but I do really like the, the original. So um, I could I could see going to see that one in the theater. Kingsman, Kingsman Two, The Golden Circle. I love Kingsman: uh, The Secret Service, and I was late to the party on that movie. I didn't I, see I was, it until it, it had been out for a while, and I it, finally it came on television. On I think it was on HBO, and it was like one of those weekends where they give you HBO for free. So I recorded it and. Uh, we watched it one night when there was nothing else on. Now my wife didn't like it, so she was she was looking at her phone twenty minutes in. But I I thought this movie was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with the sequel. I was I was also late to the uh, to the party. I, I the same thing. I think I saw it on HBO, and I was like, God, actually, I remember I did see it on HBO because I was um, so uh, I shave like like I do like all the dogs grooming. <laughs> so yeah. like the the like if I just give them a bath, you know that's you know fifteen minutes or whatever. But if I do like a full thing where I got to shave down the extra hair and the bath and the brushing and all that stuff, that usually takes like an hour and a half, two hours. So I'll put a movie on and I like I put it. I'll watch it on the laptop. And uh, so like for <laughs> for better or for worse, this film will always be associated with like shaving my dog. <laughs> <laughs> So I look, I look forward to uh, shaving my dog again. When I, uh, <laughs> You're gonna shave your dog in the theater now. <laughs> I think, it's, I think it's, I think it's part of the tradition now. Look, mom, that man's over there shaving his dog <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> my Little Pony, the movie. Uh, I don't know if I've discussed this or not, but I actually do enjoy the show. It's actually, it's, it's, it's a very good animated series. Uh, surprisingly smart and uh kind of rooted in classic fantasy tropes that said <laughs> are you are you are you outing yourself as a brony here on cosmic potato <laughs> i disapprove of that term but i am a grown man who likes the show but i'm not gonna go well i can't say i'm not gonna i wouldn't go see it on my own my daughter may actually really want to see it i would take her to see it but i'm I wouldn't struggle against seeing it, but I'm not going to see it otherwise. Like it's, 
you know. Well, I was wondering if the, if this is based on the friendship as magic, or if it's supposed to be like a a new thing or something. Um, no, it is like looking at the uh, the voice actors, um, yeah. and just click. I just clicked on it and saw the poster. So yeah, apparently I didn't even know there was. A, I didn't know that this existed. So I guess <laughs> I guess I'm not a full fledged brony because I didn't know. <laughs> but. Uh, uh. Okay. I, I can I can name quite a few of the characters. So, uh, Logan Lucky. I'm assuming that is not related to Wolverine. No, this is a this is a comedy with Channing Tatum and Adam Driver. I don't know anything about it. But why are they making another Friday the Thirteenth? Have we not decided that we don't want any more of those? I'm sure, well, since they're but, not giving it a subtitle, I'm assuming yeah. a reboot. And they've already rebooted it. They rebooted it in 2009, and it didn't make any money. Any money. I'm looking to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a reboot. It sure yeah. is. Again, we're going to reboot this again. We're going to reboot it until people watch it, by God. <laughs> the beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> yeah. Insidious Chapter 4. I haven't um, seen any of those. Um I, the first two I really liked because I, I, they kind of they kind of go together. They this as part I, of the same story, but yeah, I would see them. I just kind of haven't. But um, Saul Legacy are are we not we're not done with Saul yet? Yes. Um, yeah. Is this, is this all the same? No, it's not. It's like, this is all the same studio just cranking out this crap. And Tobin, Tobin Bell died in the second movie, and we, and he's still in these. You know. uh, okay, so Thor Ragnarok is Jigsaw was his name, right? And that his name? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, Jigsaw. Um, Thor Ragnarok is finally coming out. We've been talking about that movie. It seems like for like ten years now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Thor Ragnarok is coming. Thor Ragnarok is coming. So it's finally coming. And from what I hear. It, it, I mean, it is definitely a movie about Thor, but I, from what I understand, they're going to be tying uh, the Planet Hulk storyline in with that as well. Yeah, because they they can't make a they can't make a Hulk movie with the contract that they have with Universal. They can use Hulk in the movies, but they can't make a movie about Hulk, you know, and make it a Hulk title, you right. know. So, so they're doing this thing where this Thor movie is half Thor and half. Hulk. So, well, it had better not suck because <laughs> um, the of of the entire Marvel universe franchise films and television properties, uh, the suckiest of them was the last Thor movie. Um, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, I still watched it, but you know, it was like you know, it was skating on the verge of not being good. And well, yeah, it was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the second one, but my wife just whispered in my ear that, uh, they have to put Thor in the movie or nobody will go see the Hulk no, not or the, the women, the women won't go see the Hulk. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, it is probably true. Um, I'm rolling down Paddington two. Okay. Justice League. Okay. Paddington two. What? <laughs> Paddington the two. Back, I, back. What? <laughs> Paddington 2? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, my wife just said, uh, Miss Paddington 1. Yeah, they did make a Paddington movie a couple of years ago. Uh, Justice League. And I actually have... We have email. Well, not email. We had a Facebook uh, message 
since we're getting to Justice League, I wanted to bring this up. We had some feedback. Uh, we had a, ma- a message from Lloyd Mahaffey, or I've, as I've always called him, Mr. Mahaffey, because he, he was my high school English teacher. <laughs> but, <laughs> he posted about a month ago on the Facebook page, and uh, I, I'm, we're just now getting around to talking about Justice League, so I'm going to read what he uh, wrote. Is Ben Affleck enough to sink the Justice League movie? My guess is that he had to become one of the producers in order to nail down down the role after the disappointing Dawn. Um, Will Gal Gadot be enough to save it or at least launch her own franchise? Well, next November will tell. I think they had to promise uh, Ben Affleck creative rights in in, in some of the movies to get him to play Batman in the first place. Yeah, I think that's probably true. And he he's directing the next uh, the Batman movie that's coming out, which I think is probably going to make it a better movie because because uh, Ben Affleck, in my opinion, is a better director than he is a, an actor. You know, he's he's a really good director. He's an Academy Award winning director. Yeah, this sounds like some of the and I've you know we've discussed it on the show. This sounds like some of the Ben Affleck hate that I've just never really understood. Yeah, or able to get behind. Um, that said, I, you know, you, you, you're like, you, you're, you're not really jumping, chomping at the bit to go see a DC movie cause they've, they've broken your heart in the past. That's kind of hot. Like Wonder Woman is kind of the exception to the rule. I still, I'm not sure that I'm going to see that in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, um, I don't think I told you, I did finally see Suicide Squad it was okay. yeah yeah you told me you told me yeah. i think you said it in the last one yeah yeah it was okay it was you know it, i was expecting much worse uh so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's you know that goes in its favor um my not, daughter I, fell in love with that my, my daughter has seen that movie three times i've only seen it once you know what my is daughter has seen, it, she loves harley quinn <laughs> it, is, it is nominated because of harley quinn's hair <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't know if it's Holly Quinn's hair, but like hair and makeup. It's nominated for hair and makeup. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Not, I, didn't, you know, I didn't know that. She's, she put a bunch of dominated hair and makeup on that movie. So I'm, I'm basically, Harley Quinn is about to win an Oscar or is an Oscar nominated. <laughs> That's how I'm That would be something. If we, if we actually get a superhero movie, win an Oscar for anything, you know, I will be happy. Well, you know, Arrival, I did. I never saw Arrival either, and that's nominated for a bunch of stuff, including Best Picture. I did. I, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, I did see that. I saw that uh, not long after it came out. I think we went to see it at the drive-in. It's good. The I'm sure it is. I, I, the I, ending of it's kind of weird. I mean, the ending of it, you have to... It's one of those movies that you watch the end, and you have to sit there, and you have to think about what you just saw right. and, and remember yeah, I, stuff that... I have to go back and remember things that happened at the beginning of the movie to be able to understand what happened at the end and stuff. So, I'm just, yeah, I'm not going to ruin anything. Just you really pay attention. Right. <laughs> it's one of those movies that you you gotta you gotta watch it with not a lot of stuff. It's kind of like Inception. You know, you can't watch it with a lot of things going on around you. You gotta really pay attention to it. So, um, all right. So, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Episode Eight comes out December 15th and of course I mean we're all looking forward to that but um so did you ever you ever got around to watching uh, Rebels yeah I, I um I watched some Rebels uh so like uh on Disney XD like I can't watch 
previous episodes, but they have like a recap of uh, okay. season one and season two. So I watched the recap, and you know, obviously they're they're you know it's you know two seasons worth of information, and I'm like, okay, now who's that? Okay, fine. But I caught up like with this current season, so I'm I'm up to date as far as this season goes. So I think I'm 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 gonna watch the recap again now that I know more about who people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I I, I like it. I like I, the the rumor is that Benicio del Toro is supposed to be in episode eight, and he possibly may, may be playing a future version of Ezra. You know, twenty years down the line, right? Uh, Thirty years down the line, whatever. Um, but maybe a dark version of Ezra because it kind of looks in season three like he may be going a little dark. Uh. Maybe he goes to the dark side sometime in the future. We don't really know because the shows they're still making the show. But it would answer a lot if he comes back as a dark Jedi. But I think that the way that they would do it, obviously, if they're going to put him in this movie, they're going to have to cater the people that never watched Rebels. So they're not going to put a character in there and expect you to have done a lot of homework to know right, who he know is. his whole backstory. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna write him in a way to where he'll be accessible to everybody. You know, so if you if you watch Rebels. And you know who he is, then it'll be a, a cool thing to happen, you know. And if you don't watch Rebels, you'll it'll still be something that you'll be able to follow what's going on. If that actually happens, he may not be playing that character at all. That's just a rumor, you know. He look he could his look, you know, the way he looks, he could play that char- a future version of that character. So, I'm looking forward to that. Mark Hamill is going to get a much bigger part in this one. Yeah. Um, looking forward to seeing what they do as far as uh, Princess Leia. If they find some way to conclude her character, because she's obviously not going to be in Episode Nine unless they do like they did with Rogue One and make a CGI version of her. I'm inclined to think that they would not do that. Yeah, I don't think they will I think either. It's one thing if you know you're making them look young because you know they're. Obviously, they don't look like that anymore. But I think it's another thing to. I I would be surprised. I think it would be, and it was it was different also with um. Uh, Cushing because he he'd been he had passed away a while ago. Yeah, I, I think I think it's I think it'd be too soon and kind of ghoulish, to to literally reanimate her. <laughs> yeah, uh, for the purposes of the sequel. But yes, obviously, you know, on, on the on the definitely going to see it in the theater, probably going to see a more than once list. Um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Um, let's see who else is left. Jumanji. Yeah, I was gonna go. Let, let's take let's take just a couple of minutes before we finish up and talk about uh, a couple of TV shows. I know you had a couple of TV shows you wanted to. You know what mention. I'm. Yeah, even and it, even as we've been talking, I've thought of more. We might just have to push all this back to like a whole other episode. Yeah, we may have to do another episode. I did. I mean, I, had, like, I am looking forward to. Um, I'm kind of looking forward, and you're gonna laugh at me when I say this. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they're doing with Riverdale this week. <laughs> it comes on on Thursday. Lord. Um, have you have you have you seen this? I have, for- I have seen the trailer. I am. Like what in the world I'm, are they doing? But I'm not a fan. I'm not. It's a like fan. they're taking uh, they're taking Archie from the the comics that you 
get at the cash register at the grocery store and they're turning it in the Twin Peaks or something, you know, and they're like a murder mystery. But I, th- I think, and really, if, if you think about it, it's kind of genius what they're doing because they're making a show that's completely different and, and doesn't have to be the Archie characters at all. It could be something completely new. But they're naming the characters Archie and Jughead and Betty and Veronica. So people come in and say, what are they doing? And watch it. You know, but uh, I am the demographic, you know, like um, every time that there's like, a, a, you know, in the sci fi movies, there's there's some plague, there's some apocalyptic virus and there's like point zero two percent of the population that it doesn't affect. I'm that guy with this <laughs> with this show. <laughs> like, no, like I, I'm the demographic that's I'd be like, no, because I agree with you. They could have named it anything. And they chose to take like one of the most wholesome Rockwell, <laughs> yeah, in the world, like little storylines in the world, just to make it grittier and killier. And I'm like, no, no, that sexier, was sexier, yeah, sexier. I'm like, yeah. uh, the three way you've been waiting for, Betty, <laughs> Art. I'm like, hey, come on, that's no, it's always been implied, but it's, there's a level of decorum, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll watch it for both of us, and I'll let you know <laughs> how it goes. Uh, let's see. The, and the only other one I wanted to mention, and I, I just found out this weekend that this was a thing that was happening, but um, they're making a TV show of Taken. Um, yeah. The, Of course, the, the, the movie series with Liam Neeson, this is supposed to be Brian Mills, which is his character. This is supposed to be him when he first got into the... It's CIA or FBI? I think it's CIA that he's in, and uh, and kind of the beginning of his career of honing his particular set of skills for finding people and and all that. So I, I used to I used to roll my eyes whenever I heard that they were going to make a TV show based on a movie series, but then I watched Fargo and I watched Lethal Weapon, and I'm like, you know, it can work. You know, well, so, this, this actually makes sense like I would be uh, I'm probably not going to watch it but I'm not opposed to the idea of it like yeah. it makes a lot more sense than oh they, we kidnapped his wife again oh we kidnapped his daughter again like come on <laughs> well his wife di- his wife died in the last one and that was that Taken 3 was about his wife being killed and him being uh, like a fugitive you know they're, they're, they're hunting him down because they think he killed his wife you know, so it, it was a little bit it was a little bit different than uh, than the other two, but uh, I it look it looks interesting. I mean, it may it's probably just going to be a a regular run of the mill action CIA type show, right? But type. the ser- even that series has been good. Even the even the bad ones are good. You know, uh, there's three movies. The first one I think is if I had to make a list of my top ten favorite action movies Taken would be in that list the first movie now Taken 2 and Taken 3 not as much but they're still good movies you know so we'll see how how this TV show goes I've only seen the first one um I'm not you know I'm I'm, I make no judgments as to the second or third um and I think I think the show could be good like yeah we definitely have to do a uh a, a TV episode show. Honestly, we could do one just on streaming shows because a lot of the shows on my list are yeah. on, on Netflix or um, um, Amazon shows. 
Um, I will since you since you mentioned um, Taken. Um, I saw the commercial for Taken while I was watching Emerald City, which is a darker, grittier <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Um, I like it. I like it. I'm I'm on board. Have you? It's have on you my DVR, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Um, no spoilers, but um, all right. So there's this girl, and she gets swept up in this magical tornado, and you'll never guess where she ends up. <laughs> but, uh, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be an interesting reinterpretation. Um, no, it's it, I I like it. I feel like there are a couple of scenes where they're um, um, more uh, they show more they're, they're more graphic than they need to be, just because they can be. Yeah, like there's a scene where um, someone gets shot and. You know, they they set up the scene like you know what's going to happen, and really the sound of a gunshot, and then you know the body falling or the body down, or even the reaction of the other person would have been more than enough. But you know, instead they chose they 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 chose to you know show it happen. Right. Um, so it's like like once upon a time is. Um, like I don't, I I feel like I can watch Once Upon a Time with like my kids in the room, you know. There's still there's still fights and violence and you know people die on occasion, but it's it's never especially graphic. Yeah, and I feel like this kind of goes a couple of steps beyond that. Like I, I don't I don't feel comfortable like watching this show with my kids in the room. Yeah, uh, you know that said it doesn't make it a bad show, and I'm, I'll I do like what they're doing with the storyline. So. I would recommend it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I've got, I've, I've got it set. It's, it's recording every episode. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. But I think I'm going to pull the curtain on this episode. That's uh, we've, we've we've gone over our. We usually go 90 minutes. We're in an hour and 40 minutes now. So, uh, so that's pretty much that's our look ahead at uh, at, at movies mainly and and some of the TV shows that are coming in 2017. And we would love to hear from you about what movies you're looking forward to. And, uh, if you agree with us on what we talked on, what we said about some of this stuff, do you think we're full of it? You know, let us know. There's a few ways where you can do that. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for cosmic potato. You can email us at mail at cosmic com, And we're on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our channel, sign up for notifications, and you can see our videos. I've put a few up there. There's a uh, Loot Crate unboxing video that I did a few days ago. There's a review of the movie Patriot's Day. Our Rogue One trivia contest is still there. You can win a Rogue One Funko Pop vinyl figure by, just by answering a few trivia questions. I haven't got a winner for that yet, so you can still do it. So I'll leave it up for a couple more weeks before I close that contest. And I, I also wanted to mention something... Um, that I'm doing. I've got a blog and it's at the, the, the website is my kids. Dad is a geek.com. And I wanted to invite everybody to check this out because I'm, I'm doing a project. I turned 40 this year. I'm going to turn 40 on July 4th of this year. So I thought that I would do a blog series and call it 40 movies for 40 years. And what I'm doing is I'm starting with the year I was born in 1977, and I'm picking my favorite movie that came out that year, which obviously is Star Wars. Okay, and then and then every year that I've been alive, I'm going to pick 
my favorite movie that came out that year. Now, this is not... That doesn't mean it's the best movie that came out that year. It may not even be, in my opinion, the most well-made movie that came out that year. It's just my favorite for one reason or another. you know. And I know technically, starting at 77 and going to this year, technically that's 41 movies, but don't be picky. You know? <laughs> so... Um, I've already published a few, a uh, few of them. 1977, of course, was star Wars 78 was Superman and 79 actually surprised me because, um, I sat down to write that blog with every intention of writing about star Trek, the motion picture. And then I pulled up the Wikipedia page, 1979 in film and got to looking at it and realized that Rocky two is actually my favorite movie from that year, you know? So, uh, so you guys can go and check that out and let me know what you think of it and go check out our past episodes of this podcast on CosmicPotato.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict on the Android Store and you should subscribe. Leave us a comment and, uh, and, and a review and we'll be able to help more people find the show. So, John, got anything else you want to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> You want to do a haiku? I always, always take your questions very seriously. I had to consider. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I ran the numbers and no, no, I'm good. All right. Well, thank you uh, so much for listening and uh, be sure to join us next time on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast when you might hear John say, you know, <laughs> uh, so my wife in the, in the other room, the last time you said that, she, she kind of listens in and yeah. she's She's like, you know, next time you might hear John say, and then I said, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm looking forward to next time when you say that thing. And I was like, yeah, I never really do that. <laughs> I never say the thing that I said I was going to say. She's like, well, that's no. disappointing. So a, rem- remind just... me next time, instead of saying, next time you might tune in and hear John say, next time you might tune in and hear John say that thing he said before when he said he might say the thing next time. <laughs> All right, let's not make it too complicated. <laughs> I'm not even going to remember next time what you said you were going to say next time. <laughs> and, the is, said, I, and the thing is, I said, and the thing is, I said, you might hear John say, I didn't say you would hear him say it. <laughs> That's what I said to her. Yeah. She felt like it was a cop out. But yeah, we're on the same page. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, folks. Bye. Okay.